Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that three-hour philosophy show change the drive into work and traffic so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything at&t Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, suit on, looking like the Capitan, giving them all dress like a million bucks, bucks things in its cups. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, listening to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Turn it on, yeah, turn it on. Steve Harvey in the moment, y'all. Yeah. 
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, got a radio show because God is in the blessing business. I just happened to be a recipient. I just happened to got a couple of things right. Um, And man, his grace and mercy carries you the rest of the way. All you got to do is get a couple of things right. And then his grace and his mercy will take over. His favor, his love of you. It's it's already evident. I mean, you know, because so many times we go along without even acknowledging him or conferring with him in our decisions. And, and we look up and we find ourselves in a predicament. And he always comes comes to the rescue. He always manages to show up. He's never too late. He's never one minute too late. And so uh, in light of this today, I wanted to talk to you about something. I, I, it's, it's another principle of success um, that I'd like to share with uh, everybody this morning. And once again, these are not things that you don't know or you've never heard before. These are just reminders along the way. And one of the things you have to be conscious of is don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. See, I, I have a theory. Don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. You know, everything changes. Nothing remains the same. Nothing. And change is inevitable. Now, you could participate in the change or you can react to the change. Are you following me? You can participate in the change or you can react to the change. But don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. Now, what I mean by that is this. In participating in the change or reacting in the change, there is a difference. See, if you react to the change, that means the change has occurred and now you have to make the necessary adjustments to the change. Example, the boss walks in, you think your job is good. The boss walks in and hands you a pink slip. That right there, that's a change. Now, you didn't participate in this change because you didn't ask for the pink slip, but now you got to react to the pink slip. Whenever you have to react to the change, it's an adjustment period. It almost throws you off. So change is going to come. It always does. You can participate or you can react. Or let's say your boss comes in and hands you the pink slip and you said, you know what? I've been preparing for this day. Always knew nothing lasts forever. I've been working on the sideline on the business idea I had. And I had, or I had several other applications in around town. I was just holding off to see what was going on, going on. So when they hand you the pink slip, the transition, the adjustment you make is a lot more smooth. The transition, because now you just transition 
into your new business idea that you've been working on? Are you transitioning to the apps you already had in or the contacts you made? The preparation for when the day they come in and hand you the pink slip. Well, Steve, what if they surprise you with it? This is just one example I'm giving you. So, you know, let's let's not nitpick the message. So what I'm saying to everybody is don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. So many people are stuck in a rut because of your, our refusal to change. I was hell bent on a certain thing going a certain way, and this is how it was going to go. Well, that that I was thinking didn't really fit. Now, in my own personal experience, this may not be yours, but in my own personal experience, the things that I've had the most trouble letting go of was something I wanted. When I line myself up with the will of God to ask God what he wanted for me, you understand, those things came a lot more easy to me because it was in the will of God. It was what God wanted me to do, too. Okay, see, what you mean by that? Okay, here we go. When things were going wrong in in relationships for me, what I did was the biggest mistake I've ever made was I attempted to fix what was wrong in my relationship outside of the relationship. You feel me? Okay. So I'm out there working my groove like I want to. Well, now, guess what? There's a cause and effect for all of that, too. Your house ain't going to get better. It can't. And then that leaves room for some other things. And so now when the change come, Guess what? I got to react to it now. I got to I got to I got to have a reaction to it. Had I lined myself up in the will of God, the transition may have gone differently. It could have still ended the relationship, but guess what? Some of the pain I was in, I ain't had to go through. I bought a lot on myself. Sometimes you're pursuing a passion of yours. And what God really wants you to do is pursue your gift. So now you're pursuing your passion, right? You're passionate about golf. You love golf so much, you just determined. But now you done messed around. You ain't made it on the PGA Tour yet, and you 45 still talking about, I'm going to play on the PGA Tour. Really? Okay. Maybe you ain't as good as this you think, or maybe you're not as gifted as you think. Maybe you're pursuing a passion. Sometimes, man, we have to change. And we have to ask God, what is his will? His will is much simpler. It's a simpler road. Not going to be easier. It's simpler. See, when I wake up now, it's simple for me to wake up because I know there are a few things that I have to do. I have to click this mic on. I have to be positive. I have to be inspirational. I have to be informative. I have to be uplifting. Got it. That's what he wants. All I got to do is sit down, close my eyes, ask God to help me be who he wants me to be. And for the most part, he tell me what to say. Now, guess what he's done, though, to create this in me? I went through enough things in my life. I had enough challenges. I made plenty of mistakes. So I, now at my age, I can turn around and tell somebody listening to me, okay, this is what I did. This is a mistake I made. Maybe you see yourself in this story right here. Maybe you don't have to go this way. Or this is what I've learned about becoming successful. Here's a principle that I learned. 
But then guess what? I had to be unsuccessful to get it, though, didn't I? So you can't have a testimony without a test. Change is coming. It's inevitable. You can participate or you can react. I much prefer to participate in the change. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, I need one thing from you right now. Your undivided attention. Now, I know that's going to be hard because you're getting ready to go to go to work. Some of y'all driving from work. Some of y'all got dropped them kids off. So it's a lot right now to get your undivided attention. But just for a moment, did you say thank you this morning? Did you tell God how much you appreciate the things he's done for you, the things he's doing for you, and the things that you're going through? Thank him for all of that. Because at the end of the day, there's a lesson and a blessing behind everything, and God going to give it to you. So just hold on. Just hold on, man. God is always on the way. Be grateful. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show this morning, everybody. Shirley Strawberry, Carla DeFarrell, uh, Mississippi Monica, a uh, junior government name, Kill Dodelly Wong, Space. And the legend that is the growing legend of Nephew Tommy. Junior? Yeah. yeah. Anything at all oh, yeah. on your mind today? Yeah, Unc, you know what? First of all, welcome back, Unc. We're glad to have you back, man. But uh, <laughs> let me ask you this, Unc, man. You know, mm-hmm. some people don't want to let their nickname go when they need to. Why is you yeah. 50? You ain't what you used to be. I met a dude over the weekend over in D.C., man. He said, yeah, man, you know, my name Darren, but everybody called me Big Swole. But ain't nothing swole about you. It could be swollen. Big swollen. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that, like, why people yeah. won't let their nicknames go? Because that ain't you. Well, as you get older, uh, like, you know, your name should change. Like, Big Swole, he probably, like, ought to be, like, Inflammation now. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> you know, because your name has to grow with your age. Yeah. You can't be Big Swole. When yeah. you just really need to go and be inflammation. Give me another nickname, Junior. Okay. Shirley, call it anybody, and I'll tell yeah. you what it when you get older. You know, oh. Doc Doc Nasty. Doc Nasty. Yeah. When you get older, it ought to just be just nasty. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. You know, <laughs> you pee it on yourself a little bit. You know, you, no, can, you, you, you can just, just take Doc off of it. You just nasty now. <laughs> Next, anybody? What, what about our boy? In, what about our boy in L.A. Big Pee Wee? Big Pee Wee, see right there. Now Pee Wee too name. old to be called Pee Wee. <laughs> just gonna have to start calling him. No, it's He's older. It's yeah, okay, okay, okay. Then okay, I tell you what. Let's soften it then. Yeah. Okay, Big Pee Wee. Let's just call him Yuri. I knew it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't got older now. <laughs> Oh, you stupid. Uh, Anybody? That makes sense. Skillet. Skillet. Mm, skillet. Uh-huh. Well, okay. that that's kind of, that's an old name anyway, Skillet. But you know, yeah. when you get older. Uh-huh. What are you going to be? <sighs> what you got? Probably just, just had to call him Fried. <laughs> it's over, dog. You Fried. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> All right, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? This is WCS, Shirley, WCS. This is is Wife Correction Services. There's a lot of men out there that want to, you know, they're not going to say it, but they would definitely like to use it. Better not say it. Right. What? 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 Wife correction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we say what we want to say when y'all ain't around. We're not around. <laughs> That's the proper place to say it. I whisper it. I make sure don't nobody hear me. Wife correction <laughs> service. Let's go. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I am trying to reach uh, George, please. Who is this? My name is Marcus with WCS. Uh, Call and see if we can actually try to uh, lend you our services. We understand that you're having a few problems and want to see if uh, maybe WCS can bring um, a better life to you and you can have a, uh, a an exciting life better than w- the one you have now. Who, who, is, who is it? Who is WCS? We are with Wife Correctional Services, sir. WCS, what it is, is we take your wives for a couple of weeks and we reprogram them so that it's take my wife. Of course, you have to sign a waiver contract, but we take your wife and we reprogram them so that they will act in a fashion of what you want them to act. Now, see, sir, what it is is that we've gotten some we've gotten some reports that you've been having some problems with with your particular wife, and and man, I ain't never heard of y'all, man. Where are you located at? We're here in St. Louis, sir. Okay, and, and don't worry, we're we're totally confidential. This is not anything that's going to get out, um, and and your your names are never submitted. First of all, here's here's something we can do. I can ask you questions because we've been notified that this is probably a service that you would probably want now. Um, has your wife ever snapped on you in public? And snapped on me. I mean, which I mean, she, my wife ain't crazy. She don't just snap on me. She might, you know, try to check me, uh, uh say something. You know what I'm saying? She ain't just gonna snap on me in public. So your you know wife, your so your wife has tried to check you. Is what you're saying? I mean, not check me per se. I mean, she might, she might not like something I'm doing and might say something about it. But what, she don't what, just snap on so, me. You so, know so basically, your wife is not in her place where she needs to be. Hold on, I mean, what you mean in her place? I mean, she might say something, you know, I mean, I might be doing something or, you know, might be with my boys and might get out of control a little bit. She might just say something at the time, but she don't just try to all out check nobody. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 
Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what. Let me ask you this one. Have you ever just had some plans with your guys? We're going to go out and had to change your plans because um, you're white. Well, I mean, if, if, if like I'm just talking about hanging out and I ain't let her know or something, she might, you know, be like, well, baby, I already had plans. You know, can you stay home with the boys or something? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, not, I mean, nothing on the regular. You know, mm-hmm. I usually do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems like denial. Okay. Here's another one, sir. Denial. Well, well, no, just uh, listen, hear me out. Now, let me ask you this. Um, has your wife, uh, let's say back when Michael Jordan was playing basketball, did you ever miss a playoff game on television because your Michael wife Jordan? wanted to watch something else? Nah, man, we got two TVs in my house, man. I wish I, nah, I don't even get down. I mean, I might have to watch the little TV. Okay. But, I mean, I usually watch it on the big screen so you, in the basement. Yeah, yeah. But, but you doing, you've been pushed to watching the smaller television. No, I wasn't pushed to do nothing, man. What I'm trying to tell you is, I mean, we compromise. We do 50-50 in my house. I mean, she might get the big TV to watch her stories or something, and I just have to go watch the little TV. The little TV do go out here once in a See, there we go. But, I mean, so, so, I'm, so, I'm cool with that, though. I'm cool with that. You're cool you know with what that. I'm so you're, cool you're, with that. you're actually the one that's programmed, and you, you see, Ain't nothing wrong with my wife. Ain't nothing wrong with, with in my family. You I, know what I'm saying? I, I understand. Well, let me, the reason why I'm asking you these particular questions is because someone has actually let me know the problems that are at hand in your household. Let me ask you. I got one question for you. Here's what I want to ask you. Has your wife ever cussed you out at a family cookout? Hey, man, hold on, man. You know what, dog? You're getting a little personal, man. Is this even legal, man? I'm, I'm, sir, is this it's, legal? It's, it, it, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Well, to... I ain't never heard of this company, man. Well, I have not. I've never heard of you, this, dog. This is something new. It's definitely. Well, I'm saying something new. I mean, what? Don't make me be your guinea pig. Don't, don't start out calling me trying to get, you know, referrals or clientele or whatever it is you're trying to do, man. Don't call me with this nonsense, partner. I, and, and I completely understand it. WCS, sir, is, is here to benefit you. It's here to benefit. ain't no benefit to me, man, getting all up in my personal business, wondering what's going on in my household. Okay, well. Last thing I want to ask you, and, and, and this is the last question I have for you. Like, like yeah, I said, make, it, make this the last one, straight up. Okay. Have you do, you, do you, do you buy your own clothes, or does she buy the clothes? Hey, man, you know what, man? This man, you, whatever company this is, dog, don't call my house no more. And whoever put you up to this, whoever gave you my number, talking about my wife, checked me, uh, got me under control, got me on lock, man, you tell him too. Dog, don't call me no more with this are you are you in are you in denial? Denial, dog. Don't call my house no more. I'm gonna tell you what, George Foreman or whatever. It's Marcus. It's Marcus. Marcus. Whoever you are, George Foreman, Marcus. Hey, dog. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna find out where y'all located, dog. I'm coming down there and I'm gonna bust your because you're in my personal. So you're ready. You're ready to retaliate on me, but not. But you don't want to retaliate on the problems you have with your wife. Retaliation, man. What I'm saying, you you call in my house. I'm, I'm minding my own. And you worrying about who watching what TV in my house and my wife checking me in public. I want to, man. Hey, dog, look. I'm telling you, Mr. Don't you want to watch the big television? Big TV, man. I'm comfortable with the TV I got. You know what I'm saying? It's in my room. I can lay across the bed, watch whatever. Want to whenever I'm going to. My don't you want to be able to go out with the boys when you want I to? I go out with my partners, dog. I, matter of fact, you need to get partners. You call it asking these old dumb questions. What you want to do to me, your wife has already done to you. Wait, I see you got your damn number block. What's your phone number, man? Give me something. Tell me where to find you. Man. Why are you in denial? Denial, dog. I'm going to tell you what's in what's You need to get your wife checked in to wife correctional man. services so that man. you can live a better life. Uh, whoever the f- are, man, y'all f- 
man. Can I say one more thing to you, sir? Man, you can't say else to me, man. Straight up. Listen to me, sir. Yeah, what? 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 This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Justin. You know what? Man? Oh no! Hey, hey, hey! Okay, y'all got me, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know it's you, my boy Steve Harvey, doing it in the morning on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, partner. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, our Chief Love Officer. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Steve Harvey and family attended the Grio Awards over the weekend. Jay-Z responded to the online debate of having lunch with him or taking half a million dollars. Plus, we'll talk about this year's trendy Halloween costumes. That's all coming up, but right now it is time to ask the CLO. This one's from Joy in Chicago. Joy says, I was picking out new cologne for my husband because I don't like what he wears. The girl behind the counter saw my husband's name on the Amex and asked to see my ID. She said she didn't know Ted was married, and I told Ted what she said, and he said it's no big deal. Am I reading too much into it? Why is she saying to you, I didn't know Ted was married? She might not even know Ted. This could be a totally different Ted. I mean, I don't even understand why she would say that. I didn't know Ted was married. Mm -hmm. She's acting like she knows him, though, like he buys cologne from her. Uh Uh-huh. What would you say, Carl? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it on the radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ask about my Amex, my husband's Amex. Didn't know he was married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just hey, to hey, start you just mess. need to rang this up. I'll deal yes. with Ted when I get to that. Yeah. Ted, yeah. who is this heifer down here at this? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Cologne counter talking about she didn't know you was mad. Baby, I don't even know who you talking about. Okay, yeah. come on. Here, yeah. here comes the help. No, for mm. real. But that, really, I mean, how yeah. does he? I mean, yeah. I, that's weird, though, for her to bring that up. And how often Crazy. can he go in there to buy damn cologne? And what's the purpose of her saying that? Really? To the no. wife. Yeah. Right. And how yeah. she Just knows she's trying she to start Taylor. something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't know Ted was married. Well, now you know. Well, you do now. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Blankety blank. I didn't know you came. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on to Talia in Nassau, uh, or Talia in Nassau. She says, I'm having a birthday party for my four-year-old, but my child's father isn't coming because his wife does not want to come. I told him I don't care what his wife does, but he should be there for his child. His wife told me I'm out of line. Am I out of line? Well, I don't know why the wife is mad because the ex this is his ex wife wanting his man to come to his son's birthday party. Yeah. Or baby and mama. The, yeah. And now oh, okay, Shirley, why did he say he couldn't come? Because his wife doesn't want to come. Ain't nobody invited her. She didn't have nothing to do with the birth, the date, <laughs> or the party. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but but then the ex said, "I don't care what your wife does, but 
you should be here for your child, which is true. I mean, true. It's your child's mm-hmm. birthday. If your yeah. wife don't want to come, she don't come. But you should go for your son, man. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. You know, true. she got every right not to want to come. I can understand the wife not yeah. wanting to go to his son's birthday party that his ex is throwing. I got mm-hmm. that. Okay, but I think I still think the guy should go. Yeah. Yep. Well, the guy's wife told her that she was out of line for asking, yeah. I guess, and she wants to know, is she out of line? No, she ain't asking. Uh, she ain't out of line for asking him why right. won't he come to see his son. You oh, man, it's important to show up for your kid for stuff like that. Absolutely. It shapes them. <laughs> okay. Nobody should have to show him how to be a daddy, though. I mean, damn, man. Hey, but let me tell you something, though, man. I'm still paying for Winton. I didn't know Winton one time he had a show and tell, and they had made a chair at his school, a gold chair for the king uh-huh. to come and sit in. And it was for me that day, and I didn't know. And for some reason, I was I had to get on the plane and leave. Winton bring that up once a year. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, he bring that up once a year. Yeah, Dad, no matter like what the conversation is. He made that gold chair to school for you, and you had to get on a plane and go somewhere. I was so hurt. Go in there and drive the car, Barchie. How about that? <laughs> 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 Man. All right. <clears throat> uh, moving on to Felix in Gulfport. Felix says, I have a big problem with my girlfriend, and I'm beginning to think that she's more advanced in the bedroom than I am. She's 27 and I'm 34, but she knows all the tricks. Would it be wrong to ask her how many men she's been with? Is that rude? Hey, bro, let me tell you something. You don't want that. You don't want to know this. You don't want that, though. <laughs> you don't want you, that. You said the no, maximum see, is tell three, me, go, right? go in there and do it. Yes. No, the maximum number any woman should say is three. Three, yeah. The first one, your last ex, and this current. Mm-hmm. That's all you should say. Now, mm-hmm. here, bro, let me tell you what. Let's just say she say one. Uh-huh. You going to get your feelings hurt either way. Uh-huh. Uh, how many you been with? Well, just one. Well, how you know all this? Well, you need to ask him that because he knew everything. I mean, we was just, <laughs> Lord have mercy. He was just, he the best I've ever had. See, Either way, dog, you need to go sit your ass down. Yeah, he's feeling a little insecure in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and he he is. He's inadequate. He's not Uh doing. Every Uh time he thinks he's doing something, she say, okay, well, watch Uh this here. No. No. Oh, that's what you're like. uh How about this here? Mm. Uh Nice try. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But let me show you this, though. Uh It's a competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And dog, would it be wrong of you? I don't think that's a smart thing to do, man. Enjoy your relationship, make it work, and thank God you got her. Cause Lord have mercy. But some people just don't know how to shut up and enjoy themselves. <laughs> <laughs> He's got bigger problems anyway, trying to please her. You know. Well, you need to get your game up. Yeah, that's what he should be worried about. Yeah. All right, Steve. Last one. Angelique in Jacksonville writes, uh, my boyfriend and I slept together for the first time and he didn't kiss me one time. We've been dating for four months and I expected passionate lovemaking, but he didn't look me in the eyes or kiss me. Does that mean he doesn't care? What does that mean? Well, it's a lot going to that first time. You're trying to hang on. You're trying to make an impression. 
<laughs> you know, all that kissing and eye looking, all that takes away, that take moments away, and then we get caught up in it. Next thing you know, it's over. So uh-huh. what you try to do is put your mind, get focused on what you're doing, so you can stick around a little bit longer. You know, just you just all that looking in your eyes and. <laughs> All that. That's, What's that's, wrong with that? What's wrong yeah, with that, that again? Might, that, that, that'll bring about the conclusion a little bit too quick. Yeah. <laughs> all that eye looking, kissing Getting in the mouth. Getting all romantic and, all and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he don't Ooh. need no extra stimulation. He just trying to hold on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he'll have to add that later on. Like round two, you can do that. First oh. round, though, you got to try to sustain so you ain't just, you know. Because they waited for four months, and she was really expecting, you know, something. You can't be to be like that if you don't. All that kissing, (laughs) looking you in your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) He's just trying to hold on. All right. Thank you, CLO. (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. (laughs) Hold on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, you were honored at the Grio Awards this past Saturday night in Los Angeles. Your beautiful wife, Marjorie, your daughter, uh, and, and your son, Winton, your daughter, Lori, they were also there supporting you. And the Harveys were dressed fly all over the gram. So just yeah. tell us about it, Steve. Tell us about it. See, you know, I'm not good dresses, though. So I can't really, you know, if you stand next to Marjorie, that's why I had to up my game because I kept, I got tired of looking like the pole person next to me. <laughs> <damn pictures. laughs> Who this slouchy ass dude next to that girl? <laughs> you know, Marjorie styles herself. And of course, Lori got that from her mama. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Winton, mm-hmm. he got that from his daddy. Yeah. So. That big old fro Winton had. That boy got some hair on his head. Uh-huh. Yeah, Winton ate, boy. He uh-huh. was so fly. Mm-hmm. His swag. Go on, Winton. Of course. I tell him all the time, Marjorie, said, hey, man, do any gorgeous. of your shirts have buttons on them? You don't, you don't <laughs> He just be. <laughs> <laughs> it's black tie. Tie. Keep tie. Keyword tie. I don't say nothing, no, man. But it's a lot of people. It's people. Anyway, it was a great night. Mm-hmm. It doesn't air until uh, um, next month, November twenty fifth. Oh, oh so Thanksgiving weekend okay. around that time. It don't, yeah. doesn't time. air until then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want people to see you now. <laughs> now I want to see it. Yeah. Hey, the game thing. on at our house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna watch on. yourself. You gonna watch Dog, the game? You better cut <laughs> this game on Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> right every Thanksgiving, Detroit, yo. <laughs> well, you guys look like look good. How was how were the Grio Awards? What can you tell us? Uh, it was dope, man. The room was the room was uh star studded, really really mm-hmm. good, man. You know, I, I hugged some people, man. I hadn't seen in a long time. Smokey Robinson, oh, Al uh-huh. Sharpton, Jeff Clanigan from Cold Black, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah, Denzel. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Denzel Murphy. Eddie! <laughs> room was what? lit, man. That room was lit. I sat Ooh, next to Tamron Hall. Nice. Oh, wow. I love her. I love her. Yes. It was just, it was the, room, the room was lit, man. It was really, really great. Great. Evening. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't any jealousy. You know, it's like, 
you know, uh-huh. some award shows because you know you got to sit there, and the nominees are mm-hmm. no, just just you win. They honoring uh-huh. you today. <laughs> No, you got, you got the TV got Icon Award, right, Steve? Yeah. You got the TV Icon Award? Now, I didn't realize it, man, that over three decades. Ooh. You didn't realize Uh-oh. it? Yay. Okay. <laughs> what? You know, that's crazy, man. I mean, I've had my head down so long grinding. I looked yeah. up. I didn't even realize, man. They was they was announcing stuff. I was going, damn. Yeah. Damn. You know, it just gave me a lot of love, man. It was just it's amazing to when you look at Wow. Okay, that's nice and everything, Steve. Congratulations. So, how was Denzel? What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and he asked about you, too. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. He said, hey, Steve. Stop. Uh-oh. How is Shirley doing? I said, well, she's doing fine, man. Tell her I said, you know, give me a call yeah, right. sometime. And I said, I'll tell her that, Denzel. Yeah, so Denzel said, really give him do. a call, Shirley. No, no, Shirley. He said, tell Shirley, give me a call, you know, and I'll be looking. He said, hey, Steve, give, give her my number and have her call me. So I'm going to give you his number. Okay. And he said, call him. But he said, keep it on the low, though. Uh, anyway all right in other mm-hmm. entertainment news remember not too long ago there was a question or oh, debate. Oh, mm-hmm. let's not blow by that last statement i made he said keep it on the low you know she didn't say i can't do that <laughs> no i'm like well, she, he didn't say nothing <laughs> she didn't say that because it's not went, real uh-huh. i'm not gonna respond to that it's not no no real. no no like, no, no, no no you were <laughs> okay no, get no, your no, hopes up all high. Right? <laughs> we talking about bleak. Some more better blues. Don't play. Don't From play games. Blues. Right. <laughs> Do not play when it comes to bleak. <laughs> uh, in other entertainment news, remember not too long ago, guys, there was a question or debate on social media about um, would you take half a million dollars, five hundred thousand dollars, or or have lunch with a billionaire. Hip-hop mogul himself, Jay-Z. Remember that when that was going around? Mm. Well, mm-hmm. recently Jay-Z sat down with Gail King and take a listen to his response to that question. If you had a choice between getting paid $500,000 in cash or lunch with Jay-Z, yeah. which would you choose? You got to take, take the money. What, you gonna, what I'm going to say? You know I mean? Everything now I'm going to say? No, no, only because people say, of course you take, you take lunch with Jay-Z because the wisdom that you would get from him would would be so uh, beneficial to you that it would yeah. only be a matter. You but, would take the money. Yeah, because you, you got them. You got all that in the music for, for ten ninety now. That's a that's a bad deal. I would I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like I don't take know. the five hundred thousand, go buy some albums and listen to the albums. <laughs> it's all there. If, if you, okay. you if you piece it together and really listen to the music for the words for what it is, it's all there. Yeah, Jay. Wow. <laughs> so, Junior and Tommy, would you guys take $500,000, half a million dollars in cash, or would you take a private one-on-one mentoring dinner with Uncle Steve? I'm not going to eat with no damn Steve. And I got 500 I can get. I lo- he already got half of me. I'm going to take the money. <laughs> Mentor me I from half me. Before, for free, for nothing. So no, I'm not eating with him. Yeah. You're not gonna eat with him. <laughs> no. Why? I'm not gonna give you punk with... ass five hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that. <laughs> Coming up in twenty minutes after the hour, how many people um has the average American had sex with? We'll talk about it right after this. 
We're going to lie about it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, there's some spicy new research revealing where in the world people are having sex, having the most sex, and it's not here in the United States. Um, the Global Promiscuity Index from NAPLAB shares which country's residents are the most sexually liberated. To come up with their list, NAPLAB rated com- countries on the age people lost their virginity, the average number of sexual partners residents have, rates of sexually transmitted diseases, percentage of people who think sex before marriage is morally acceptable. So the average American has sex with about 10 people during their lifetime. Steve, I know you say uh, we should say three, but uh, the average American has sex with about 10 people during their lifetime. And the U.S. has been named the 15th most uh, promiscuous country in the world. Brazil, Turkey and Australia top the list as um, the most uh, promiscuous countries uh, and the most sexual partners. So most, most. You thought you would think it would be the U- U.S. maybe in the top five or the top ten, but no, they came in at number fifteen. Did you mm-hmm. say? Did you say, Shirley, the average American has ten partners? Yeah, Over ten partners lifetime. during their lifetime. Just mm-hmm. seven people owe me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do it? Hell well. <laughs> I need to just hear from you. Who other said me? I'm married now, but it's seven people that owe me. I know that. So you stuck to Steve's rule of three. Yeah. I'm not sticking to it. That's it. Uh-huh. So wait, so Steve. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it's just coincidental. <laughs> yeah, y- y'all think Steve was telling y'all a rule. That's it. <laughs> I need to see the other seven. <laughs> okay. That's it, Junior. <laughs> Wait. All right. So, what what is the rule? I mean, who knew that uh, Americans were so prudish, were such prudes? What is the rule on sharing your body count? And is it higher than the average on this survey? <laughs> You're awfully quiet, sir. Tommy. I played the fifth. I've been to court before. <laughs> is it more than three? More than ten? It's three. It's three. It's three. It's three. Mm-hmm. You said it's it's not, three. They say the it's average three. American. I'm below ten. average. It's three. <laughs> Steve Harvey. He with me. Three. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so quiet? <laughs> Listen to this bad lying. Uh-huh. Yup. Three. <laughs> Lord, now we can't ask y'all these questions, though, can we? Oh, the answer yeah, is... Yeah, sure you can. Oh, you can show ass me. Right What's the answer, Steve? <sighs> what is all that blowing oh, about? Just... Breathing out hard? Ten in your life? Yes. <laughs> the average American. Ten mm. partners in a lifetime. All right, when well, I think about heaven, it. When I get to heaven, we're not discussing this. I'm not talking about <laughs> Coming this. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour... We're going to check your voicemail, Steve, at 877-29-STEVE. If we discuss this real number, we can quit talking about heaven. (laughs) Right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to check Steve's voicemail. And if you would like to leave a message for Steve, all you have to do is call 877-29-STEVE. You might just hear your call on the air. You ready, Steve? Yes, yes. This one is from a guy who needs some relationship advice. 
Good morning, Mr. Harvey. Good morning, morning crew. If someone who you were in relationship with, either relationship ends, you constantly watching them getting blessed, and it just infuriates you how no matter what they do, they're always blessed. But Mr. Harvey, you have shared in times past that your father would say to you, you either get over it or die mad. But isn't it some in-between stop between I can't believe they're always getting blessed and getting over it to avoid dying mad? Thanks so much. Well, that's a that's a good question, man. You're suffering from a couple of things. Envy, resentment, and then it's obviously somebody that broke up with you all and you all, it wasn't a, what you call it, mutual. And so what you're dealing with is now, okay, so how this person over here, something always good. The real reason that a lot of good stuff is happening to them is because they ain't with you no more. That's the real reason. You were blocking the blessings of this person or that person was blocking the blessings of you and now you're getting it and now there's a resentment. Mm. And people do it to themselves all the time in relationships. Break up with somebody else like uh, an old saying is the finest woman in the world is your ex on the arms of another man. That's a, 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 an old folk saying. And so people, you have that resentment, but then you got to also look at it was, may, if you, if this is a person who left you who's doing extremely well, then you was the hold up. And if it's you that's doing well and they sitting there resent me, then she was the hold up. And you just got to get over the hold up, man, because if you keep looking back at the hold up and all of that, you never look forward and get what your blessing could be because you got a blessing in the breakup too. All breakups has a blessing for both parties. But you got to get your eyes on the windshield and get your eyes out the rearview mirror. I say that all the time. You can't drive your car looking in the rearview mirror. Stop worrying about what she got, dog. What she got, she going to get. And she probably got it because you ain't with her no more. Huh. <sighs> that's a hard one to face. Yeah, that's yeah, tough to hear. It Ooh. is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But if somebody doing better in a new relationship than they was doing in the old relationship, it's cause the new relationship is better than the old relationship. Yeah. Hey, you don't need you. you, you now nah, you gonna get over that cause it was you, dog. Just gone. All right, uh, Steve, another call. This is from a longtime loyal listener of the show. Left a message about yesterday's show. Take a listen. Good morning, Steve. Time it, Junior Shirley. And Miss Alleged herself, Miss Carla Pharrell. Listen, Steve, I've been listening to y'all for a long time. So many years that I can't even remember when I first started listening to y'all. But let me tell you this now. For a long time, the funniest thing I ever heard on your show was the story you tell about when you was at that gal house in the bathroom and you messed up all her towels. But boy, that damn nephew was young. Boy, let me tell you. Listen, him. When this fool told the story about how you used to feed him hot dog water and call it soup from the time he was five to the time he was 12. And when he found out at 12 that it wasn't, when this fool say he went to the party with the kids and they was eating hot dogs, and he asked that little white boy, what y'all gonna do with the soup? Boy, I like to wreck my truck. This big T out of Columbia, South Carolina, driving these trucks up and down this highway, boy. Time to almost call a major accident in Tennessee when he told that story right there. But hey, I love what y'all do. Keep on doing what y'all do, but y'all make my morning. God bless y'all, and I love you. 
But Tommy talked about the hot dogs yesterday. He still kind of traumatized about the hot dog soup. Yeah. Well, it's all right, though. You know, he didn't need no hot. I needed all, both of them hot dogs, so. <laughs> all right. All my life. Yeah. Speaking of the nephew, coming up next, the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, get on in here and work. Mm. Right, <laughs> you heard what she said. Yes, you heard her. All right, get on in here and work is the subject. We'll get into that in just a little bit, because right now it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nat? This right here, Shirley, is conference call. Conference okay. Calls. We finna get quite a few people on the line, and guess what? what? I'm finna fire everybody. Conference. Everybody. Call. Hey, hey, hey! Ain't no sense of keeping nobody. Conference call. What? Hello, this is Hannah. Hi there, this is Frank checking in. Hey, David here on the line. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, fine. What's up? Hey, I going? think. Uh... I think we're waiting for for one other person. This will dial in, in a second. Hello, yep, you know this is, is Sherman. Sherman Davis, general manager's assistant. How you guys doing? Everybody here? Hey, Sherman. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, doing fine. Hello, Sherman. All right, all right, Hi. guys. We got. Let me make sure we got everybody here. Is Hannah here? Yep, Hannah's here. How's it going? All right, Frank. Yep, I'm on the line. Thank you. All right, good, good, good. And David. Yep. Hey, Sherman. I'm here. All right, my man. Good deal, good deal. All right. Got some news for you guys. I need you guys to just bear with me for a second. I'm getting all the paperwork in. My um, assistant, Cynthia, is here. So you guys just give me a second. I'm going to put you guys on hold for a second, and I'll be back probably less than 30 seconds, okay? All right. No okay. Problem. Will do. Thank you. Cynthia, can you bring me all of the um, stuff on these three guys? I mean, today is supposed to be uh, – they're on hold right now, but today's the day that we're giving them their severance packages and letting them go. And uh, they'll be out of here probably by tomorrow morning. They're clearing their things out. They don't know it yet, but we're going to at least give them their severance packages today. Okay? You know, they put it on my shoulders to break the bad news. It's, uh, somebody's got to do it, so it's my job today. All right. So bring it to me and, and get it in here as soon as possible so I can uh, hurt and get past this conference call. All right. Hello? Did you guys? All right, guys. Excuse me. Yeah. What? Excuse Hello? me? Sherman? Hello? Yeah, this I'm, I'm here, guys. Yeah, you, uh, you never put us on hold? No. Sherman, hey. So are you about to fire us right now? What are you talking about, Wait a about, minute. Sherman? Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, guys. What, 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 What's going on? What are you guys talking about? We're asking uh, you what's going on. We, we just heard you didn't put us on hold. We just heard all that. Yes. Severance package is what I heard. I heard you're letting us go. Oh, oh uh, Sherman? Uh, maybe, you, Sherman? maybe you're talking about Sherman. some other people. But we okay. just heard you hey, hey guys, do hang, hang on. Everybody, just calm down. Just give me <laughs> give, give me a second here. Hang on. I just let me let me. I'll be right back. Hang on. Uh, Hello. Hey, what is going on? Did you? 
Did we hear that? Okay. You all heard the same I thing? Definitely I don't know what, heard that. I don't know what he's talking about. Cynthia, how do I? How, did I? Is this? Is this the whole button here? This is it. Right, there we go. They fucking heard everything. No, they just they sit fucking asking me right now. I'm doing what he's telling me to do. This these three are supposed to be let go by the end of the day. I mean, I, I, I got to do it, but it looks like the severance is nobody can I, live off of this for even three freaking months. I already know that. This this is really f***ed up. Oh, oh God. all right. So look, bring me everybody's stuff. Let me at least after lunch they all come in here and pick up their things. That's all I can do. Okay. Is this the right button here? Okay. Hello? It's not the right button. We can I, I Sherman. I Three cannot believe Sherman? what I'm hearing. Three what? months. You have to be kidding me. I've been with this I've been with this for five years. All right. I've not I've not let you down for a quarter, the company down for a quarter. This is this is ridiculous. I cannot believe this. And I'm on travel right now, so how am I going to come and get my things by the not end of the day? This is ridiculous. This is how you're gonna let us know. Dude. This is unprofessional. This is trash. I cannot believe you it. Don't need a if you all need a lawyer, I have someone. I have contacts. We can talk. But honestly, Sherman, this is this is this is unacceptable. Let's not do the whole lawyer thing, guys. Okay, let's not do that. All right. Are now people get let go you? from companies. People get let go all the time, and you guys know no, this. You just let go on a conference call with other people. What are you? This is ridiculous. Okay. You're giving okay. a personal business. Yes, yes, that's true. You're giving personal business to another. Uh, it, exactly. It's, it's not on hold. Yeah, you cannot be doing this. Yeah, email me that lawyer's number for sure. Yes, yeah, I, will. Okay. I, I will. I got you on it too, David. Thank you. I didn't. I didn't try to for you guys to learn it this way. All right. I'm. I'm. Uh, okay. Let's just say I'm not good at the conference you button. I don't know how to put any. Yeah, you're not good at the conference call. You're not yeah, good you're not at good. this. This is not a good message. It's not. It's this is not appropriate professional messaging. In fact, this is. <laughs> I, I'm mortified. I cannot believe this. I is put this five years of my life in this company. This is beside the point. No, your it best is. employees. No, it okay. is. It is. It is. Head is absolutely right. It is illegal. This is illegal. Yep. Yep. I, I will. I'm writing this down. Wait, I'm wait, wait. Come on. Now. Hey, hey, hey. I'm recording hey, call now. I'm dude, recording. What, what do you mean you're recording it? What are you, what are you recording it for? what? Yes. I'm letting you know. Legally, I can let you know. I'm recording this call. Can yep. you send me that recording, David? I, I, I will do I, it. Listen, I don't consent on being recorded. I want that known we now. Well, that's right. I'm not hold, Sherman. Exactly. Okay. Okay. You, can I can I ask you guys something? Do you guys are you familiar with your coworker named Barry Dillard? Yes. You don't have to answer that. Oh, Barry fired too. How are you going to tell him? Let me tell you what's going on. Barry told me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All three of y'all just got pranked by your coworker Barry Dillon. <laughs> Are you oh kidding me? <laughs> oh my god! I'm about to have a heart attack. <laughs> Hey y'all, nobody Whoa. has lost their job. Hannah, Frank, David, nobody oh, has lost God. their job. But your coworker, <laughs> Barry Dillard, got me the prank phone call. Y'all right? So everybody's got their job. We good. Oh, oh my goodness. My. <laughs> We're gonna have to get Barry back. Wow. Oh, my God. wow. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah, good. good. I'm good now. I'm good. <laughs> Y'all got to tell me this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Let me hear it.
Clearly, Steve Harvey morning. Steve Harvey show. And you, Nephew Tommy. Oh, man. We're on the Steve Harvey show. (laughs) I know you have it. No need for any praise and worship. I don't need it today. I don't need it today. You taking a day Mm. off from that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't need it today. You know what I mean? I'm only on Mondays. I kind of need it to get myself going, you know. But I'm all right. I'm all right. And you know why I'm all right? Because guess what? I'm damn near sold out Birmingham, Alabama, baby. Stardome, nephew there. This weekend, Magic City Classic. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Got a few tickets left, but that boy doing real good. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And laying in the cut. What I got laying in the cut? I got Syracuse, New York. Funny bone. That's Friday and Saturday, November 10th and 11th. That's what's laying in the cut. Also in the cut, uh, 17th and 18th of November, I will be in Virginia Beach, baby. Virginia Beach. <clears throat> Man. Yes, sir. Syracuse, New York, Funny Bone. My very first traveling gig, I was in the car with six comedians from Cleveland to Syracuse, New York. Wise guy. Driving? Yeah. Ooh. Something about wasn't that far, Syracuse, New York. Wise guys. How far? I don't even know. It was six of us in a car. Dog, what kind of car y'all was in? Yeah, what y'all was in? Y'all had to have put bags in it, right? Put your luggage in. Yeah. Dog, we going up and do this show and come back. What you talking about bags? Oh. Same day? No hotel or nothing? Dog, 1985? Hotel. The car was there, hotel. You mean Man, spend, I need spend room money on service. Room? I need all kind of stuff. Yo, six people. By the time everybody drive a little bit, we be back. <laughs> yeah, this car got to keep moving. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can sleep when it ain't your turn. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, strawberry letter for today. The subject is get on in here and work. We'll get into that right after this. Work, work, work. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, get on in here and work. Dear Stephen Shirley, I recently moved to the big city and I was hired on the spot by this dirty old man that I ended up having sex with. He's married and he has a girlfriend on the side and then he has me. I've been working under him for only three months and I have already been promoted. So my coworkers are wondering if I am sleeping with this man. I mentioned it to him. So now he treats me like crap in front of everyone. He yells stuff like, get on in here and work while I'm out having a cigarette behind the building. If I am at someone else's desk, he tells me to stop chit-chatting and get back to work. I told him that I hate the harsh treatment and he thinks it's okay to joke about it when we're intimate. Last night, he walked into my bedroom and yelled for me to get on in the room and get to work. He thinks this is sexy talk and I told him that it's not cute. I'm afraid he will fire me or treat me even worse than he does now in front of my coworkers. If I stop sleeping with him, he's a white man. So the black men at 
my job, try to defend me against him. And this man is not only giving me lots of money to get my house together, he's giving me lots of mind-boggling sex. This old man is putting it down, and he's keeping me entertained for now. I was in a bad relationship before, uh, before I moved, and my new boss has made me forget about that guy. But how long can we keep this up? I should not have started sleeping with him. How do I break away without him being really mean to me? Do you think I can reason with him? All right, the first line, the uh, first thing in your letter, you should listen to. You should not have started sleeping with him, but it's too late now, of course. And and what you got to do is start looking, and you know what I mean. Start looking for another job uh, today. You got to get out of there, and that's it. You created this situation for yourself. Um, and now you got to get yourself out of it because this is going nowhere. I mean, yeah, okay, he's giving you promotions and money, but look at what you have to go through to get it. You're scared all the time. He wants to laugh about it later while you guys are having sex, but it's not funny to you, and he doesn't get that. So clearly you know you, you've made a mistake because now you're worried about getting fired and you don't like the hurtful things he says to you in front of your coworkers. Uh, the brothers on the job could lose their jobs, too, or get in trouble because they don't like how he talks to you and, and they're standing up uh, to him in your defense. So this is just a big old mess at the job. And before it gets really out of hand, you need to put an end to it. Get out of it and leave now. You could gamble and threaten to tell his wife and his girlfriend and all that, but you could still get fired or worse. So I would say leave. Steve? Well, well, well. <laughs> you know, it's so much to unpack in this letter that I want to say to this girl. I'm going to say it all. And uh, I know y'all going to feel some kind of way about what I'm saying and all this here. But sometimes you just got to say what it is. Now, this whole thing, first of all, is your damn fault. So now, you know, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You said, dear Stephen Shirley. I moved to the big city. Now, right here, the little country-ass girl and took her ass where you go. Oh, you done went up to Charlotte now, huh? <laughs> oh, 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 you was down there White Sulphur. Now, you done moved on up to Charlotte. Oh, you was down there in your, oh, you was down there in Apple Creek. Now, you done moved up to Richmond. Ooh, ooh, that big city now. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh your ass was down in the Peachtree Corners. Now, you done moved all the way up to Atlanta. Oh, Lord Jesus. The bill is so tall up here. Okay. I was hired on the spot by this dirty old man that I ended up having sex with. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. You're you, you rushing through this letter. What, what, what was you left out so much? You moved from this big city. You met this dirty old man that you ended up having sex with. Okay, your your self-esteem is low. He's married. He got a girlfriend on the side, and he got me. Damn. <laughs> you signed up for that, huh? All right. I've been working under him for only three months, and I've already been promoted. So my coworkers are wondering if I'm sleeping with this man. I mentioned it to him. So now he treats me like crap in front of everybody. He yells stuff like, get on with here and get to work. <laughs> no, wait, hold up. Wrong, wrong dude. Hey, get in here. Get to work. <laughs> okay. That's your wife. Out loud. 
while I'm out having a cigarette behind the building. If I'm at somebody else's desk, he'll yell at me to stop chit-chatting and get back to work. Hey, stop all of that chitter-chatting. <laughs> hey, we're here to work, guys. I've told him that I hate the harsh treatment, and he thinks it's okay to joke about it when we're intimate. Last night, he walked into my bedroom and yelled for me to get on in this room and get to work. Damn, sister. With the white man? You don't, you don't, you don't feel no kind of way about that? You don't forgot about the history? Oh, so you just, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Damn, so why don't you just put on a long apron, put some dirt on your feet, and go on in there? Why don't you wrap your head? Why don't you just, why don't you go in there and look like you're on a syrup bottle? Why don't you just do that? Because that's where we're at right now with me. All right. I want to say that. I will continue some more. We're going down a dark path when we come back, y'all. We'll be right back with more ignorance right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is get on in here and work. Now, I didn't know all this, but this woman right here moved up to a big city. Mm -hmm. She met this dirty old man that hired her, and she ended up having sex with him. That's how the letter started. It just, she just jumped too many steps, but she got low self-esteem all through this letter. And so then she told him uh, that they having sex together. Now, get a load of this. He's married. He got a girlfriend on the side, and he got me. I've been working under him for uh, three months already, and been you got a promotion. So the coworkers are wondering if I'm sleeping with this man. I mentioned it to him, so now he treats me like crap in front of everybody. He yells out stuff like, Get over in here and get to work. See, that's that's where I that's how I imagine him saying, "Get on in here and get to work." But if I'm out the cigarette having a cigarette behind the building, if I'm at somebody else else's desk, he yell, "Stop all that chit chat and get on back to work." I told him I hate the harsh treatment. And he thinks it's okay to joke about it when we're intimate. Last night he walked into my bedroom and yelled for me to get on in this room and get to work. He thinks this is sexy talk, and I told him it's not cute. I'm afraid that he will fire me or treat me even worse than he does now in front of my coworkers if I stop sleeping with him. Then she dropped this jewel. He's a white man. Now you gotta change your accent. Yeah, see. So now they get on in here and get to work. That take on a whole new meaning now, don't it? I said, get on in here and get to work now. Oh, oh, okay. So we, oh, oh, we don't, oh, we don't went that far back. So you done moved up to the big city, then took you, then took this slave ass mentality you got on up to the big city with you. Now he talking to you like, like, like they used to happen in the past and you still doing it. And now you afraid of him? He thinks it's sexy. To, Cause no, that's what he want to do. Oh, see, he got you, so now he in it. Now, oh, you want to be talk harsh, too? Oh, now, it's funny to him. Get on in here and get to work. That's right up his alley. That's right up his alley. He doing it just like his great-grandfather did. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. He right up your alley. 
this man, and and then you said he's a white man, so the black men at the job try to defend me against mm-hmm. him. This man is not only giving me lots of money to get my house together, he give me lots of mind-boggling sex. You know what I think? I think you don't you don't know what a good man is. You don't know what a big city is. You don't know what a side piece is, and you don't know what good sex is. That's what I think. She I just think you've been struggling with low self-esteem in every area of your life. But now, this old man is putting it down, and he keeps me entertained for now. I was in a bad relationship before I moved. See right there. You was in a bad relationship. Now, you done got in this relationship, and it appears to be cool. Man, how bad was the relationship you was in? And now, but how long can we keep this up? My new boss has made me forget about that guy. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your new boss who treats you this way that made you forget about that guy? Man, what the hell did that dude do? Mm. See, you done went from a bad relationship to a badder relationship, but it looks better to you somehow. Lady, you need you need to you need to pump the brakes. But how long can we keep this up? I should never have started sleep with him. How do I break away without him being really mean to me? Do you think I can reason with him? Hell yeah. Wait a minute. You just said he was married. You just said he's your boss. You just said he got a girlfriend and he got you. Do you think I can reason with him? No, you can't reason with him. But HR can. Uh-huh. EEOC can. Uh, Facebook can. Mm. See all this stuff right here. You got way too much. How you letting a married dude buffalo you around, mistreat you, and talk crazy you? His, do you think I can reason with him? No, but his wife can. <laughs> you got too many bullets in your gun, and you act like you ain't got no bullets. You got bullets in your gun. Matter of fact, your revolver is loaded. HR, equal opportunity. Facebook, your new lawyer, mm. your wife, your cell phone, a picture. Take a picture of your furniture. <laughs> when he give you money, lay it on the bed, take a picture of it, lay next to the picture, and then take a picture of him. What you talking about? You ain't got to take none of this. Girl, you can get treated any kind of way you want to right now. You got leverage. But stop acting like a damn victim and stop doing stuff to get yourself in a victim position because you play the role of victim and too well. You, you got too much advantage. Man, I wish somebody would. HR, EEOC, his wife, Facebook, your new lawyer, and your cell phone. And he'll be able to treat you any, treat you any kind of way you want to. All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. Free never sounded so good. Download it today. Now, coming up next, it is Junior with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Pimpin' Week 6 Recap. NFL. Yeah. Oh, man, I 
ain't know you was gonna call me. Hold up, Jenny. I'm ready. <laughs> Let me get it right. <laughs> What's happening? Now, Pimpin, yeah, this was not the worst week, Pimpin. You, you, you said it was gonna be your worst week. It wasn't, Pimpin. It was not your no, worst no, week. No, we're going here. Let's find here, out. Here we go, man. <laughs> the Jaguars over the Saints, man. 31 to 24. I told y'all everybody <laughs> have it, but y'all okay. wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> the Browns over the Colts, 39 to 38. I told y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Patriots lose to the B. I mean, the Bills lose to the Patriots, man. You pick the Bills. Mm, thank That's you, Jim. Yeah, I know, Pimpin. Here we go. The Commanders, uh, man, fall to the Giants, man, 14 to 7. Damn. Man. <laughs> the Ravens just destroyed the the Ravens man, man just destroyed the Lions man. Come on, that hurt so, me. That that, yeah. that one hurt me this week. Oh. Detroit, huh? <laughs> well, Pippin, look at this man. The Bears over the Raiders, thirty to twelve. Come on, Chicago, making a comeback. Justin Fields didn't play. He looking sad, right? Come on, Justin. Get <laughs> Here we go, man. Pimp, you come back again. Falcons over the Buccaneers, 16 to 13. Told you. Baker Mayfield and had his run. <laughs> man, the, the Rams fall to the Steelers, 24 to 17. I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> but, Pippin, you come back, though. Seahawks over the Cardinals, 20 to 10. Yeah, that was easy. <laughs> the, the Broncos over the Packers, 1917. Come, come through, Russell, come through. <laughs> oh, man, the Chiefs over the Chargers, 31 to 17. Real simple, easy. And, man, the Eagles, man. Over the Dolphins. You already had that, Pimpin. I told you, ain't no way in the world them Eagles going to lose. They made the Dolphins look like they, they made Dolphins look like a regular football team. The Vikings beat the 49ers 22-17, to Pimpin. I don't know how that happened. I don't know either, Pimpin, but you picked seven, and you only lost five. That's a win for you, Pimpin. Not bad. That ain't good for a pimp. That's not pimp good. That ain't one good one pimp one. numbers. No, that ain't good pimp numbers. <laughs> and also, two more leave you and you right back to where you was at. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? You, gotta get, you gotta get your numbers out. Thank you, Junior. Thank you, Pimpin. Coming up at the top of the hour, a guy on social media, Steve, needs advice about a new co-worker who is a notorious tease. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Ryan on Steve Harvey FM, Steve writes, I I'm wondering if I should give a new co-worker the heads up before he gets embarrassed or heartbroken. The guy's been with the company for two weeks and he's gotten the attention of Mashawn. It's not the first time Mashawn has caught the eye of someone she works with. In fact, at some point, every guy in the office has either made out with, physically dated, or been led on by the woman. It's become a running joke. The guy has no clue that everyone, and I do mean everyone, is talking about him, and in some cases, laughing at him, mainly because most of us have been there at some point. So here's the question. Do I pull homie to the side and let him know what's going on and about her need for attention? Or do I let him learn the hard way like everybody else had to? All y'all did it. Appreciate the love and concern for him. But all you seem like all y'all 
then been down that path of embarrassment, misleading, thinking you was it, Michonne, and worked y'all. So it don't really make no difference if you pull him to the side or you let him go down that road. I don't know what y'all laughing at him for, because hell, y'all did the same thing. Uh This thing about men, you know, once we dumb, Uh we pretty much, and we get dumb, we, when we're dumb collectively, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's because we were all thinking the same thing. Uh-huh. So he's just doing, he's just thinking the same thing all the rest of y'all was thinking. Uh-huh. Leave the dude alone. Or you can go and pull his coat. Either way, he gonna, he gonna finish the job. Okay. Well, uh, even uh, if no you pull his coat, he's still going no out matter. there. Uh. Oh, dog. Yeah. Dog. Pull that coat. He's still going over there. Hey, man, I just want you to know that you um, should do this to everybody. Somewhere in his day, he gonna go cool. <laughs> what? Somewhere in his day. Oh, so this a guarantee? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So just let him be. Appreciate him. He's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's another one. I think we have time for this one, Steve. This is from Gabe on Facebook. Gabe says, my female best friend from college just hit me with a crazy request, and I'm not sure how to handle it. She's been married for 10 years and has decided to try for kids. The problem, however, is that her husband is apparently shooting blanks. They're going for treatment, but in case that doesn't work, she wants me to offer up my donation as a contingency plan. My wife is less than thrilled with the idea, but understands why I'm thinking about it. Is this a good move to make? Do I need legal protection? Will my wife end up resenting me? I'm kind of stuck on this one. What? Bro, bro, have you lost your damn mind? Bro, bro, don't interject this into your house. Don't bring this into your house, man. I, I don't even know why you told your wife this part. He's stupid. Man. Dog, dog, dog. She got to get somebody else for this here. I'm not, I'm not getting hooked up with this child support. No. No. I ain't finna do that. Ooh, a lot comes with that. You see, that... Trying to go half on a baby? What? Mm-hmm. Bro. <laughs> Bro, why is she talking to you about this? But why are you listening to it? There you go. Thank you. But man, y'all must have had... Heads... friends, Steve. They're best friends. No, they not. That's what he said. That's what he said. Okay. I told y'all <laughs> about these best friends. Opposite sex, best. I have told y'all about these best friends. Mm-hmm. This attraction thing gonna come into play. I'm telling y'all, it happens every time. I don't see why nobody see it. Go ahead, come. On. But go you, down there with your dumb ass. You're the only one, bro. Go down there with your stupid behind. Watch what happens. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a wife too. Come on, dude. Bro, how you tell this to your wife? Hey, I was talking to, uh, you know, my best friend and all. Uh, she trying to have a baby, but her and her husband can't, and she kind of wants me to make a donation. Mm. First thing a wife's supposed to say is, wait a minute, what's she come to you with this for? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because right. you got a wife. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. And do y'all have kids? Mm. Bruh, you, bruh, don't go down yeah. there and have a baby, and you and your wife ain't got no kids. Don't. Woo! Bruh. <laughs> or any, oh. And if you do, yeah. All right, we'll have more of today uh, of the Steve Harvey Morning Show for today (laughs) right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so Dwayne The Rock Johnson says he plans to work with the uh, Moussy Gravon French Wax Museum in Paris to darken the skin tone of his newly unveiled wax figure. The Rock's father is Black Nova Scotian, and uh, his mother is Samoan. And he said on Instagram on Monday that he belly laughed at his wax figure, but did intend to reach out to the museum so we can work at updating my wax figure here with some important details and improvements. Starting with my skin color. The Rock's wax figure isn't the first person of color that was slammed by onlookers for skin tone inaccuracies. Madame Tussaud's Beyonce statue had to be uh, adjusted as well. So, yeah. Have you seen it? It looks nothing like him, really. (laughs) Man. Steve, do you have a wax? Are they going to darken it? No, but they've asked me. But it's, but it's four hours, though. It's four to six hours. You actually have to stand there for the posing. Uh-huh. Oh. So oh, they wow. can get the details right, the nose, ooh, the lips. I, hey, ooh. I got plenty of pictures. How, how long did it take to do the lips? A long I'm going to be wow. in there for a while. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, right okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to do that right there. Yeah, The Rock looks like Mr. Clean. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He really, really does. Yeah. He's not dark enough. Steve, I think you should do it, though. Yeah. You should. Right. I ain't got time for the poser. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. It is time for a round of Would You Rather. Would you guys rather balance on a tightrope like 10 feet high with no net or would you rather jump off the side of a rocky cliff with a parachute? I'm on this ten foot. Yeah, tightrope. Tight no net. But it will yeah, be no net. Make this fall. It's I'm ten feet. Ten feet before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can't take oh. a we, we, can ju- we can jump off that rope. We good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> would oh. you rather spend Halloween night in a creepy cabin in the woods or in a haunted hotel in the city? Cabin in the woods or haunted hotel in the city? I ain't going to the woods. I ain't going in the woods. You going in the woods, though? You going to go in the woods, huh? <laughs> you in a cabin in the woods. Yeah, well, nobody ever make it out of there. Movies. Nobody ever gets out of there. Don't you watch scary movies? He's Friday never the 13th. seen those movies. I don't, I don't know what y'all talking about. You, All you got to do is just not take your ass outside. <laughs> spend the night in the cabin. Wait till morning. y'all outside for collecting firewood. <laughs> Going to get creek water and stuff like that. I'm going to go out here and pick some of these walnuts up off the ground. What is you out there for? Stay in the house. Okay, Stay I'm not finna be in this haunted house. No, we're not finna do that. No, okay. hell no. All right. Keep with the haunted no. theme. Would you rather explore a haunted graveyard at midnight or would you rather wander through a haunted forest at dawn? See, I'll, see, I'll, I can't. See, <laughs> see what? Sun, sun, I want to be where the sun coming up. That's what I want. See, uh-huh. all this stuff uh-huh. you ask us sure to involve too much running. <laughs> <laughs> see, I can't. I ain't in shape like that no more. I can't run. Ghost just go catch me because I gave I up. I got to be full blast through that forest awesome. I be to kill myself running up into one of them trees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you That's played funny. in the NFL, would you rather only play in the first three quarters or would you only play in the fourth quarter? 
first three. I don't need to be on that fourth one. They, they, they actually making up for what I did in the first three. And I know I did the whole damn game. Hey, man. Dude, that's the reason we ain't in the fourth quarter. <laughs> exactly. I did them first three. Get your Miles. ass on this bench. Miles. Harvey, Harvey, where you think you're going? Yeah. Play yeah. the fourth quarter, yeah. coach. You the reason we losing about 30. Your ass back over here. About 30? Yeah. Wow. Oh, NFL is a special All right, would you rather have this? sex with one person for the rest of your life or multiple people, but in only one position? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not falling. I'm, I'm not, not falling. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just you're one trapped. person the rest of I'm, my life. I'm with one person for the rest <laughs> of my life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't even know yeah. why you asked me. Yeah. All I am is one person the rest of our life. One person. That's it. Okay. You know, yeah. uh, you know what? There's and baby, no sure to ask hell, that question. I want to have sex <laughs> with <laughs> no one. game else. guy. <laughs> All right, thank you. That's today's round of Would You Rather. You ask us every week. Coming up in 49 minutes after the hour, it's our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Tuesday. It's been a good day, real good day. (laughs) Welcome back, Steve. Yes, yes, good to be back. Man, a lot of flying, man. Wow. That's Mm -hmm. the most flying I've done. Over a three-day period, ever, ever. Wow! wow. I've crazy. had, but you made it back safely, back to back. But I, I mean, the time difference I flew was eleven-hour time difference. Mm-hmm. So you jet lagged a little bit between where I went to L.A. I don't even know because I can't even. But being on a plane <laughs> with that legs. much cabin pressure, man, that's not. That's not very healthy, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And it was like tough because I had to fly 16 hours to Los Angeles. And then I had to fly 17 hours back. Ooh. And it was all in one. And then we had a delayed flight going back. Oh, you mm-hmm. was commercial then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, welcome to the real world, partner. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why. That's not a really good deed, Tom, because he do it once every, what, six so years? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, they have this thing out called uh, private suites. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can go, you never go into the airport. Mm-hmm. So you're not waiting at the gate for three hours. Is that what you're telling <laughs> no, us? No, no. <laughs> they have a thing called private suites where you get your own suite, has your own bathroom. Everything in it is free. The food, the services, charges. I don't care what you need. Mm-hmm. Full bath, television, sofas, chairs, food, everything. And you wait. And then you go through customs. And then you go on the other side of customs. Just has your own custom in the building. So it's just you, really. And then they put you in a car and they drive you on the tarmac and then they take you to the foot of the plane and then they take your passports and then they go inside, come back, tell you ready, put you on the elevator, take you upstairs. You go right onto the plane from the gateway. You never go past the gate. You know, you never in the lounge or anything. So you're telling us you're not in boarding group one? Not Southwest. (laughs) 
That's boarding group A. <laughs> hey, can I share something with you all for closing remarks today? Yes, of I course. I want to remind you all something about success. I was thinking about it the other day, and somebody asked me. I was with one of my sons, and we were with a group of people. And somebody said, Steve, what's one of the things that we don't know about success that you've learned about yourself? And you know what I said? I said, I've learned how to suffer. I've learned how to suffer. I suffer extremely well. And they went, I don't understand that. What you mean? You like suffering? No, I don't. Nobody likes to suffer. But I've learned how to suffer better than most people. Now, if a suffering might be too harsh of a word for some people, but I've been in some situation where I was actually suffering. But if you want to soften it a little bit so you can make it a little bit more relatable and make you think it's easier to do, it's going to be the same thing, though. I've gotten okay with being uncomfortable. I have really mastered the art of being uncomfortable. And I've also accepted it as a, a part of the process. And I think that's something that everybody has to come to if you have any aspirations of being successful. You've got to be okay with being uncomfortable because that's a part of the process. You are going to be required to be uncomfortable. There are times when you are going to be required to be ungodly uncomfortable. And there are going to be times where this discomfort is going to last way longer than you thought it should last. But you will learn some things about yourself on the way to success. And a couple of things I've picked up or a few things I've picked up. That success is hard. That success is going to require everything that you have to accomplish it. And here's the third thing. Success is going to require some things you didn't know you had within you. So it's going to take everything you have. And then it's also going to require some things that you didn't know you had. See, success is going to force you. The quest for success is going to force you to dig deeper than you've ever dug before. And it's going to require some things of you that you didn't know you had. But in that process, you will uncover the things that's needed to complete the journey. And being uncomfortable is one of those things. I've said it before, everything you want in life is on the other side of uncomfortable. Everything you want in life is on the other side of fear. Everything you want in life is on the other side of doubt. You, everything you want in life, you're going to have to go through something to get to it. Ain't nothing in life laying on the ground right next to you where you just bend over and pick it up. I'm telling you right now, think about everything you really want. You got to go through something to get it. And the thing that you have to go through is going to be extremely uncomfortable. So you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Those are my closing remarks. Thank God for my life. Thank God for your life. Have a great day. Talk to God, everybody. He'd love to hear from you today.
Call Steve Harvey Contest. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.